I want to tell you a story about a man and some grilled chicken. That man was me. Last summer, I was, uh, I was just home. I was just chilling, eating some delicious grilled chicken all by my lonesome, when a piece of chicken somehow got lodged in my throat and I couldn't breathe. Uh, like legit actual choking. I, I, I didn't immediately panic. Uh, I, I just tried to, to cough it up, uh, but that wasn't working uh, because it had completely blocked my airway. So there was no air in or out. And, and then I thought to myself, self, you know what to do in this situation. So I tried to give myself the Heimlich maneuver. Uh, but unfortunately, that didn't work. And by the way, on an aside, have you ever tried to give yourself the Heimlich, by the way? It's, it's wildly awkward, I mean, to try to get that like motion up and in while you're also choking and not trying to panic. Uh, but at this point, I actually kind of was starting to panic a little bit because uh, it turns out you need to breathe to live. Now, just, just pause real quick. I know what you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking to yourself, Jesse, did you make it? Jesse, were you, were you able to get that piece of chicken dislodged from your esophagus? Or did you end up dying from total lack of oxygen? And I'd like to say to all of the listeners out there, these are excellent questions. And I do not want to keep you in suspense any longer. The answer is, I did make it. I did not die. Uh, that's actually how I'm here, talking to you right now. Uh, what I did, to get that chicken out of my throat was I put all of my weight, I grabbed the chair, I pulled it up, I put all of my weight into the back of the chair, right to the gut. And that is what ended up saving my life. The chicken was dislodged. The very first thing that I did was <gasps> take one big, huge breath. Uh, something that I do thousands of times a day without ever giving it a second thought. But on that day, I clearly remember thinking to myself, oh, oh, thank God that I can breathe. See, breathing is an unconscious thing, right? You and I do it constantly without ever actually thinking about it. But we are always surrounded by the life-giving oxygen that we need to survive. It's what our lungs and our bodies crave to be able to stay alive. But how conscious are we that we are surrounded by this life-giving air? The Bible tells us that in the same way that we're surrounded by air, we are constantly surrounded by God's life-giving presence. It says in the Psalms, can I go anywhere apart from your spirit? Is there anywhere I can go to escape your watchful presence? If I go up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the realm of the dead, you are there. If I ride on the wings of mourning, if I make my home in the most isolated part of the ocean, even then, you will be there to guide me. Your right hand will embrace me, for you are always there. God's life-giving presence is always there, always surrounding us. But how often do we actually take notice of that? Our mission at Rain City Church is to help you experience God in the everyday. And that means that we need to learn how to recognize His presence is in every moment of our lives. 
During this series, we want to equip you with practical spiritual habits that you can incorporate into your everyday life so that you can have God experiences anytime and anywhere. Because for many of us, uh, we've grown so accustomed to expecting God experiences at in-person Sunday church services where pastors and leaders and professional Christians provide all the content and you just go along for the ride. And that's okay. But we tend to think little to nothing about having authentic God experiences on our own when we're home, say, loading the dishwasher on a Tuesday night or sitting in a work meeting on a Thursday morning or hanging out with friends and family on a Saturday afternoon. But the reality is every moment is a sacred moment when we realize that God is indeed with us. So how do we open our eyes to the fact that God is present in every moment of our lives? We have to strive to do something called practicing the presence. Uh, practicing the presence is, is basically this. It's basically an invitation to see and experience every moment for what it truly is, a gift from God. It is to live alive in constant connection with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The discipline of practicing the presence is often attached to the 17th century French monk named Brother Lawrence. Uh, Brother Lawrence, uh, he, he always wanted to maintain an ongoing connection and conversation with God, no matter what he was doing. In his book, Practicing the Presence, he writes, I make it my business to rest in his holy presence, which I keep myself in, by a habitual, silent, and secret conversation with God. This often causes in me joys and raptures inwardly, and sometimes also outwardly. There are lots of different habits you can incorporate into your life that can help you practice the presence, but I want to focus on just one today. It's called a breath prayer. A breath prayer is an ancient and spiritual practice that reminds us that just as we can't live on one breath of air, we can't live on one breath of God. God is the oxygen of our soul, and we need to breathe him in all day long. After all, it says in Acts 17 that in him we live and we move and we have our being. Breath prayer has been practiced in the church for millennia. Uh, the Eastern Orthodox Church in particular has been uh, using breath prayer as a way of living out the Apostle Paul's instruction to pray without ceasing. It's really simple. It's just a short, repetitive prayer that is meant to be a lived, breathing rhythm that reminds us that God is always with us. A breath prayer is prayer that is tied to your breathing. Uh, you simply take a short phrase, uh, often something from Scripture, and then you break it into two short pieces. The first part, the first piece you say on the inhale, and then the second part you say on the exhale. And a lot of times you're not saying these out loud, sometimes it's just something that you're thinking that you're tying to your breath. There are infinite words that you can practice with the breath prayer, but today I want to teach you a simple phrase that you can use in your everyday life to remind yourself of God's constant presence. And the phrase is this, loving God, you are here. So as you breathe in, you say, loving God. And then as you exhale, you say, you are here. Why don't we take a minute to practice this together? So you can either say it or just think it. So as we breathe in, you either say out loud or think to yourself, loving God. And then exhale, say or think, you are here. 
Try with me. Loving God, you are here. Take some deeper breaths this time. Loving God, you are here. One more. Loving God, you are here. The goal here is to connect this prayer to your breathing and return to it throughout the day until it becomes almost kind of like a soul reflex. So when you're frustrated with your kids, you breathe in, loving God. You breathe out, you are here, even in this frustrating moment. When you're on a Zoom call, you breathe in, loving God. Breathe out, you are here, even in this monotonous time. When you're out grocery shopping, you breathe in, loving God. Breathe out. You are here in this time that we have provision. As you incorporate this habit into your life, I'm curious to hear how you experience God on a more regular basis. As you say these prayers, uh, how does your awareness change in that moment? How does your heart respond? How does your soul wake up? Physiologically, even as you deep breathe, how does, how does it change your experience? This is a wonderful practice to make prayer as simple as breathing the life-giving oxygen that is all around us. And as we do it, it serves as a reminder of God's life-giving presence that is all around us. Loving God, you are here. Take a few minutes to discuss these questions with the people you're watching this service with or journal these questions. How does the thought of breath prayer strike you? How might a breath prayer be shorthand for a longer prayer of your heart? What is a way you can remind yourself to practice breath prayer in your everyday life? Thanks for listening to the Rain City Church Podcast. We love that our community exists for so many, not just in the greater Seattle area, but around the world. Please push subscribe and feel free to share our content. And for any more questions or to get more involved, check out our website at raincitychurch.com. We hope to see you this Sunday soon.